Okay. So let's start this topic off, guys. I'm Generation Z, and uh, these next few, let me call it, these next few uh, pet peeves are why my generation is not a good generation. Okay? Let me start it off by saying that, dude. Softest generation in the history of generations. And uh, I'll tell you why, dude. My generation... I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I can sit here and tell you this, dude. Like, I wish I was born a year earlier for this very reason. My generation, right, is probably the most diverse, but not cultured in any way, shape or form, dude. Like, I feel like my generation has no structure. And that's that's my very honest opinion. Like, if you really think about it, like, my generation is the generation that you see on the news every night killing people, doing stupid shit, starting fucking riots. Like, that's Tide pods. Tide pods, fucking cinnamon challenges. Like, nothing wrong with... We did cinnamon challenges in my generation. Yeah, nothing wrong with classic cinnamon challenge dude but i'm just saying like the tide pods the what else was it fuck what else did my generation do in in middle school too dude tide pods sniffing fucking what is it rustoleum paint in high school or fucking smoking hookah sticks the nasty ones we we all did that shit the difference is is that no we didn't do the tide pods Dude, we I was born in '84. We didn't do Tide Pods. Yeah, dude, we snored the Tide Pods. Uh, what the hell is <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> I no, never but, did. I never did the Tide so Pods. First thing. off, there you, you're right. There's no culture. Everything is just social media. So it's like that's what anywhere you go in our country, every kid is wearing the same type of clothes. You know what I mean? They're doing the same type of things. They all have the same type of personality. There's no like regional dialects anymore really like everything is just being like uniform um young people commit crimes young people do stupid shit so it's not i don't think it's necessarily like a this generation is worse it's just that it's being broadcasted to everybody um and they should know better than to broadcast all of their stupid shit that they're doing I think my generation is the generation that had that music that led into that, dude, because you hear all that trap shit like like before it was all about respect and territory. But if you listen to the shit nowadays, bro, it's all about scamming, jacking. So you have to commit bank fraud. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Showing you a tutorial on how to commit wire fraud. Like my generation's music, dude. Tell me more. Hey, dude, that, look it yeah. up on YouTube. It is really a tutorial on how to like <laughs> scam people, dude. Yeah, it's a rap song, but it's just like reading off a to-do list. <laughs> yeah, it's basically <laughs> like a to-do list on how to like fucking start a uh, like get a proxy, go on the black market, buy credit cards. Like, dude, it's fucking yeah, dude. Yeah. Trust me, I have this tutorial written down step by step. I'll let you know if it works, but yeah. But yeah, dude, my like the music in my generation, dude, if you notice, there's some good shit out there, but it's gone progressively downhill from 90. No, nah, I want I don't even want to say 90s. I want to say starting in like 2007 
to now, dude, like the music's gone downhill. Yeah. I mean, you have, everything has. You have Sakashi Six Nine, the snitch to to look up to. Yeah. Exactly. See, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, we're over here. Like, that's not even. Dude, here's the thing. This new generation, one of the things that they do is uh, they hold up their martyrs. You know what I mean? It's not, they don't look up to people who like do the, do the right thing or the hard thing. Um, they're like, integrity isn't a virtue to them. It's like no, not at all. followers are, or clout is, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, they look up to wrong things, which I think, again, uh, I'll continue to say this. It's like that young people do stupid shit. So it's just the fact that we're older than them and we can see them doing the stupid shit because they're broadcasting it everywhere. Um, you broadcast the stupid shit for likes, dude. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 There, there's something, there's a currency that didn't exist for you and I, Khalifa. Um, you yeah. know what I mean? But how how do we explain some of the, the other actions, though, that things that don't get broadcasted? Like, um, I mean, most kids these days, they don't want to work. But forget that. I don't want to work either. Let's let's yeah. go to something more basic. I've noticed that most kids these days don't even want to get a driver's license. They don't want to drive. Yeah. They, they don't want to work. They don't want to drive. They don't want to make decisions. So what do you want to do? Well, here's the thing. Why? What were the motivations for us? We want to Uber everywhere. The motivations for us to, to drive and to work? So when, when we were young, when we were, you know, 16, 15, and it was like all that stuff was coming up, I, I can only speak to, to myself and say, like, the only way that I was going to meet girls or hang out with my friends is if I uh, paid for a phone and paid for a car, got my driver's license, you know? You don't need to do that now. Dude, we're hanging out. I'm hanging out with my friends right now from the comfort of my home. No, oh, there was more to it. I'll give you an example. There was no way I was going to get my dad to spend $80 on this special Walkman with anti-skip. <laughs> and when there was a pretty $20 version that you could buy Walmart brand. What's a okay? Walkman? Serious? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What the fuck. A Walkman? Like a Walkman? You never heard of a Sony Walkman? Do you know like another thing I hear about this generation? They don't know anything about previous like a technologies. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that like a walkie-talkie, like a Walkman. Oh, okay. So you do realize that once upon a time we used these devices that played audio called CD players, right? Oh, I know what a CD player is. Duh. I okay. had a CD player, dude. Fantastic. At one point, because we love music, we had a thing called a portable CD player. You're aware of that, right? Yes. Okay, and the pinnacle, the top of the line for us kids in the day was a Sony Walkman because you could walk with this CD player in your pocket because it had anti-skip. And so, you know, CDs, as they're reading that CD, if you're walking too much or moving too much, the CD will skip. Yeah. And now the CD would not skip with the Sony Walkman. And of course, other people copied it and whatever, but Sony Walkman, that was like the thing. And they came in different colors. And like I said, I wanted a Sony Walkman because it was sucky to walk from the bus stop to my house and not be able to listen to music because you would get that. That was pretty good. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, you know what? I just made mumble rap right there. Yeah. That was actually pretty yeah. good. Good yeah, genre. That, that'd be sick if we were recording live in the studio and we had a button, drop a beat on that. I would have did that right there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But my, my point is, the reason why I went to work when I was 15 years old is because I knew from previous experience that me asking my parents for these things, they looked at them as frivolous and unnecessary and they had other things to spend their money on and they didn't have a lot of money that if I wanted these things, I had to go and make the money myself. My, my whole point to what I, to what I was saying was that, so kids get phones now and I don't really have an argument for or against that. I think, you know, a phone is useful, but and you can buy, how much can you buy like a cheap, old iphone for um for your kid you can pick one up that that's functional for somewhere between 100 to 200 dollars yeah so as a kid you're 13 years old um and your parents are concerned about you so they buy you an older iphone that still does exactly what my new iphone does um yeah and right there you have your walkman you have your friends uh you know, you have anything that you want. You have Tinder. You can go and talk to girls and hang out with your friends the way that we're hanging out right now. I, I just think that all the things that we looked forward to are so accessible that there's no drive to want to do those things. They have everything that they need. Okay, That's I see true. what you're saying, but I would much rather right now be sitting with you guys hanging out, we'll get some good food, some of the drink, stuff like that, smoke some hookah, whatever. Yeah. I would much rather do that than be talking on the phone right now and recording this over the internet. The The truth of the matter is our busy lifestyles just don't allow for that. But I still desire that. I prefer yeah. that. Yeah. And I but know that you because, guys do too. That's yep. because you grew up in... in uh... We grew up, and I'm just spitballing here, but we grew up in an era where that was the only way that we could convene with one another. What if everything that you've always known was your friends were at your fingertips? It was always accessible. So it's not like a a special thing to hang out with them. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, dude, it's a very normal thing. It's like, think about how excited people were to talk on the phone when their entire lives, they sent letters. Yeah, I still remember the very first text message I got as boomer as that sounds. Yeah. Um and and that was weird because I never received one before and awesome at the same time. But the the point is that we still have to be productive players in society. And at some point, here's the motivation. Okay, let's say everything was provided to me and my parents bought me the Walkman and my parents bought me this and that. My parents are going to die one day. What do I do after that? Yeah. Well, I also think that uh, everything is so like, things are moving so quickly technology-wise um, and just like lifestyle changes. Um, I don't think that kids have like foresight. Mm, that, no, I, I agree. mean, yeah. all, all kids through all generations lack foresight. It's- yeah. I, had I think even more when so. I was a kid, I would be a rich man now. I think even for like more so today, just because of how quickly things change. I just think that there, there's not a lot of foresight going on. And I also I think, think that 
uh, in a weird way, um, I don't think that the generation thinks that they necessarily have to are supposed to work. I think that there's a, a sense of entitlement that wasn't necessarily there um, for the majority of my generation. Like, I kind of think that kids now just kind of think, like, it'll be taken care of. And I don't really have, like, statistics or anything to prove that. But I just feel like they think everything's just going to be okay. I mean, I'll just eventually I'll get a job and then I'll get a house and then, yeah, I'll be good. Dude, that's the, that's the truth because I, dude... Kids are so, I, I'll tell you, I'll give you an example, dude. My niece and my nephew, like, my mom spoils them, dude, right? And my sister constantly says, like, stop, right? Like, stop spoiling them because they don't deserve that shit, right? Yeah. But, like, I think my, I could, like, if, if I'm not mistaken, my nephew's 10 years old, dude. He has a better phone than my mom. Like, my mom's got an iPhone X. He's got, like, a brand new iPhone, right? But it's, like, all he does on his phone, dude is talk on the phone, FaceTime with his little girlfriend that's like in Minnesota. And it's funny as hell because he tries lying about that. How did he find her in Minnesota? Huh? How did he find her? How old is he? He's 10 years old, but it's because my my brother-in-law's from Minnesota. So when they go visit, he sees her, right? Yeah. So, Um, um, yeah, dude, like he, he comes over, right? My mom, like he'll tell my mom what he wants to eat. My mom cooks him whatever he wants, right? Or when he wants Wingstop, there you go. My mom goes and gets some Wingstop. Like, dude, when I was a fucking kid, bro, I got my ass kicked for wanting fucking food <laughs> from the street, bro. Like, my mom would say there's food at the house. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I didn't grow up like like the kids in my generation. Like, I grew up in a very strict Hispanic household. So I'm I'm more relatable with the generation prior to me but I do have the qualities like you did say Khalifa. Like I do have shit that like I can procrastinate on and I know eventually it'll circle back, you know? Yeah. But dude, if I had it like my nephew, bro, I'd probably be a millionaire by the time I'm 20 with all these fucking, with the amount of uh, like, like with the amount of support dude that he has, like, bro, you yeah. won't because he's being weakened. Yeah. He's being so that was, that was another thing that I was kind of thinking. Um, I feel like it's been quite a few generations of like things being pretty good uh, in America. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if it's like the, what is the generation before? Like our parents' generation. Um, it looks like, so our parents, my mom would have been a boomer. Um, if your mom was born after 65, then it would have been Gen X. Yeah. So like boomers, right? I mean, that's three generations yep. of nothing really bad happening. I mean, the, the, the last yep. really bad thing to happen to Americans was probably like World War Two, you know, and then before that, there was like the Great Depression. But it's like, have we just been like weakened and just gotten softer to where it's probably not even gen z's fault it's like how soft are gen x parents you know what i mean like how hard did it is it to discipline a child like i don't have a kid so i but i'd imagine it's fucking hard like you don't want to discipline them 
it'd be easier just to you know what i mean like it'd be easier just to love on them and baby them and shit and like disciplining mm-hmm. them is is a it's difficult dude it's a job you know um and i just wonder if gen x is so soft that they've created the gen z by coddling them instead of doing the hard thing which is a discipline you know, I don't know. my parents beat the shit out of me when i messed up and that's what i'm saying is our generation gen x and millennials coddling the fuck out of their kids and that's what's happening so you guys are blaming parents for what is happening here and then you're also blaming the the good of of the good times in america but what if there was an external force what do you mean? Yeah, it's a, there's contributing factors everywhere. So I, there, yeah. there was a ex KGB agent. He defected. Yeah, long time ago, in the '80s, if I remember correctly, that he went on uh, on the record and said that they injected Marxism. The KGB actually had cells here in the U.S. injecting our culture with things meant to weaken us as a society and us i mean americans uh-huh. just yeah. infused into the culture and he's talking about how it would get to the point where nothing would be right and everything false would be believed to be true and everything true would be believed to be false yeah. which and you those see words you you can you can go back to that interview today and it will bring shivers to you because yeah you can see it it's really weird whether he's telling the truth or not i don't know but i can't help but think that okay now we're talking about uh unisex bathrooms Uh, that was never a thing before identifying yeah well i mean dude there are literally like there's a large contingent like part of our population that uh it's like openly marxist yeah and it's like it's so being taught in, in university is, even though I, yeah. I disagree with it wholeheartedly right but if you had like read marx and you read you know thomas soul and some of the you know han Hermann hoppe and came to the conclusion that you liked marxism you think that that's a system of government that you would would work better um Okay, I'm willing to have a conversation about it. But that's not what's happening. It's people are just Marxist. And it doesn't, it, where are you getting this from? You know, it's being forced yeah. down people's throats in the universities. Uh, you look at like corporate workplaces, they're all Marxist. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, and it's, it's in the corporations, in the universities. And that's exactly what that guy was talking about the defective KGB agent, that's where he said that they were injecting it to. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the quickest way to spread it at that time, especially before social media. That was the the very fastest way to spread it. And speaking of social media, there's evidence that the Russians have been meddling in our social media. So they're still actively working on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's true. You, You can't destroy us. You can't invade us. No, yeah. no. I mean, you could if if you really want to die. Yeah, 
But okay, I, I'm gonna give an example, and this is gonna be offensive <laughs> to some people. And to be quite honest, I don't care. Like three weeks ago, a member of our armed forces came to our work. And this member of our armed forces, I couldn't tell if it was originally a female or a male. Okay. If I had to guess based on the body frame, it was originally a male. He, she, whatever it is you want. Who wants to identify as you see she was originally a male based on on the physical features that i saw and i just i got to thinking wearing our armed forces uh attire by the way uniform and i just got to thinking this is what's defending our country someone that can't really figure out what it is that they want to be that's defending yeah. their country that goes to war with a country like China or Russia, round war. Yeah. What do you think those guys are going to do? Yeah. Well, or that's even like uh, the lowering of the, the fitness standards for the military, you know? And it's We've not even only the military. getting softer and softer and softer across it's the board. It's not only the military, dude. It's organized sports. It's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's everywhere, dude. Like, even me, dude. Like, I don't even identify as a male anymore. Yeah. I, de- I identify yeah. as a... Honestly, I don't, I don't know why you have a what? So this makes sense. <laughs> Hold on. He, he was going to something here. What do you identify as? I, I, I identify as a 98 Nissan Altima. Okay, cool. Reliable and uh, not Cool, worship. dude. So... <laughs> No, no, no. Piece of shit. CVT, CVT transmission and all, dude. You're identifying as a 2013 Nissan Altima. Okay. Yeah, I specifically only identify as the Altima that has like 200,000 miles with every light on. You know what I mean? I yeah, want to be that Altima. Yeah. Yeah. At least you so made 200,000 miles. You're owned by a single mother for sure. <laughs> oh, single Latina, single Latina ratchet 20-year-old yeah. mother. Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude. Just for the record, you are Latino. You can say that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I can, say, I can yeah. say that, dude. You know what? What's crazy is this podcast is literally three minorities. That Dude, we're so progressive. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah we, we can almost say whatever we want. And, yeah. uh, I can I don't see, really, dude, I single-handedly. I don't care if anyone has a problem with it. Yeah, In dude. my day-to-day life, dude, I single-handedly end racism with Khalifa. It's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you guys do make a cute couple, too. No, not only that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, you should see the amount of shit we talk. It's just hilarious. That's true. We do talk yeah, a lot dude. of shit. You guys are dropping hard R's on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we're dropping, like, hard, like, like, hard. I, like... I would like to remind you that I am from the motherland, Africa, born and raised. Oh, yeah, you are African-American. And I'm just you are. African. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, you are. That's true. I am. 100%. Crazy. Yeah. Check your facts. Born. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would like to say that I was conceived. Just so you guys are aware, and this is a fact, I was conceived in Mexico. Fantastic. Um, so but they brought me down here. Better life. Can do just about anything yeah. you want. 
Yeah. Dude, we end racism in podcasts. This is like the most diverse podcast ever. You're right. Gen Z's yeah. going to love us. Gen and Z's Jordan's going to start token white guy. Yeah, jo- Jordan's white. And we're just missing JJ, dude. We really are. We've got we've got a Middle Eastern, a white person. JJ's dude, I'm black, te- I'm, and I'm, I'm Mexican, half, dude. I'm half Latino. But for the for the sake of this podcast, just identify as 100 percent white. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we can identify as whatever we want now. So <laughs> yeah, that is true. true. I am a Nissan Altima. Yeah. Don't forget. Seven foot black that guy that can dunk well. <laughs> yeah. I actually used to play for the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude, that's but, fucking hilarious. What if, what if that's what it was? What if it was uh, a, a nation state who has been acting on our nation, yeah. ruining it from within? We've been. What if it's a combination of all those things? Yeah. Where does it end? Yeah. It doesn't. You know what? No, honestly, I, I think that I think one really like big thing that happens ends it. You know, one one big war that people get drafted in, mm-hmm. um, one like actual pandemic, or I, hold, I just hold on, hold on, drafted. See- what are you? What are you gonna draft? What are you gonna draft? A bunch of people that don't know which bathroom to use. Yeah, a bunch of people that don't know what they're gonna wear tomorrow yeah, to war. I guarantee you that draft? I I guarantee you that if that happens, all the girls that trans to guys. Uh, stop transing to guys. Oh, you know all of a sudden I mean? they don't want they don't want to yeah. be men anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, I just <laughs> think that like one I... dose of like reality uh, does it. I don't know, bro. Um, to me, I don't think we're ever going to have that because wars are fought now in proxies and in the cyberspace. I personally think we're yeah. in too deep. Dude. We're, we're at war currently with God knows how many nations. Dude, we're at that, war with ourselves. Well, aside from that, yes, we are war, at war with ourselves. But we're at war with, I don't even know how many nations currently, but most of it's through proxy and through cyber war. We don't fight ground wars anymore. And I don't think that the prospect of nuclear war is, is really going to happen either. We don't have to. We don't have to go to nuclear war. We don't have to fight with boots on the ground anymore. Yeah. And well, I don't I, think I, that I Americans I don't think Americans have figured out how to fight on the ground anymore. Anyways, look what happened in Afghanistan. We got our asses handed to us by some yeah. Afghanis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we can't go and beat Afghanistan, I mean you tell me we're gonna go to war with Russia or China and actually try to win. Nope. I, I, with the candy asses that we have. So. I think that there's a point to where like actual war takes place. Like, so there there was that story about the um the biolabs in California. Yeah. I think that things like that, cyber war, uh, you know, bio biological war, those things will be like the first things to start. But there is a world in which we have like actual physical war. Because like, dude, you can't you have to make entry at some point. I think I think that we're gonna end up having war within ourselves before then. Yeah. Like some type of anarchy. 
dude if if it's split up if war split up between what if we have like a civil war but it's like boomers versus gen gen x and then millennials you mean like which side would you take I think that's pretty side? obvious. The side that can actually make a decision in the morning. What if what if it's uh millennials and boomers tag team? And oh no, this isn't fair. Yeah, millennials and boomers versus Gen X. Okay, look, there are are seven-year-old guys out there right now, right now, that I promise you. Before they kick the bucket and have a heart attack in a fight, yeah. they'll drop about 15 of these weak kids these days. Yeah. Yeah. And these guys could be in the gym all day long, but they never suffered any hardship or heartache. And that guy's been through some shit. He'll drop yeah. 15 of them before his heart gives out. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that, that was pretty even teams, though. Huh? I thought that that was pretty even teams, though. Millennials and, uh, and boomers versus Gen X. That's pretty even. Yeah. I, if, you, if, you really, if you really ask me, I consider myself the Clint Eastwood of this generation. Bro, Gen <laughs> Z's going to cheerlead. What do you mean? <laughs> you guys are going to be cheerleading, bro. No, no, no. I'm definitely, I'm definitely siding with whatever my generation is not on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. One of the cool things about uh, a whole generation getting softer is that as parents, if we can figure out how to raise the next generation to actually not be so weak, which is probably a tall order, by the way, yeah. uh, then they'll actually be something special in this society. Either that or they'll be pariahs. They won't fit in. I don't know which one. Yeah. Which I really think it's heading in that direction to where they're not going to fit in. And also the scary thing about that is that if you have an entire generation that just fucking sucks, it's like everything is worse. Worse. So even if you're like special in a generation that sucks ass, like is that even as good as being like average uh, 30 years ago? I'd rather be average 30 years ago than be special in my generation. I 100% agree. I don't don't know if, if that actually works because think about the the dust bowl and the famine and um when the economy crashed in in the early 1900s i mean things sucked things sucked for everybody but i feel like that hardship built a generation of tough people that is true Nice. I'm at my mom's house, guys. Okay. I see that. You guys want to see the dog? Sorry about that. You, you should. Um, that's a cool dog. Give me a quick second. I'll hop back on. Yeah, mute it. Later. All right. Anyways, huh? I, I truly believe that that hardship will, will make uh, a generation actually stronger so yeah i just don't see that we're gonna go through that hardship and yeah here's the the other thing too is that well it might be economic sure but as parents it's our job to make sure that our children are provided for regardless of what's going on 
I, I actually do believe that we're going to go through some economic hardship soon. Yeah. Um, that'll be a whole other podcast of what's going on economically out there. But it's my job as a parent to make sure that my daughter can eat no matter what. Yeah. And she's too young. She's not going to understand it. So do you really think that she's going to grow stronger from that hardship? Dude, no, I, I definitely do. I think that as a kid, like, if you think about the, the people that were kids during, like, uh, the Great Depression, um, I think that those, there's, like, stories about how uh, grandparents of us were, like, super thrifty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and saved everything and used all their food scraps for something, you know, like didn't, they were not wasteful at all. Um, and it was because when they were young, they went through that and it kind of left something in them, you know? Yeah. So I think yeah. it can plant a seed. I think that's true, but it has to be forced. Yeah. Like it's it's not gonna happen just by default the way that things are no. going right now. No. Uh, you know, we know when there's abundance, you know what I mean? Like inherently. I think that there's abundance as we speak, but I think that's yeah. coming to an end. I mean, you can't go to the grocery store with the same 80 bucks that no. you used to and, and expect no. to to provide everything that you need for the family anymore. That's yeah, that's all gone. Yeah. Yeah, and it seems like it's uh, getting worse at the moment. But I think that that will correct. Yeah, I mean, if you look, dude, it's kind of crazy. When I uh, started getting into selling annuities, um, if you look at the graphs, it's the same exact thing for the past 100 years. We have, you know, bull markets. Yeah. We have, you know, it, it's, it's the same exact trend. Every 10 to 15 years, you know, it'll it'll go up or go down and reverse. And it's, if you look at the graph, you can almost lay them over one another. And sure. We just had a strong okay, market look, for a long time. Look at 2008. That's something yeah. in our modern time, right? 2008 sucked. I yeah. definitely suffered in 2008. Yeah. I was old enough to, to know about 2008. However, it wasn't really... I think if I were more prepared... Now I am because I'm older and I've been through it. Yeah. But really, really, it was a couple of years of, of hardship. It wasn't that big of a deal. And I'm sorry yeah. to anyone that has lost everything in that time period. But chances are the majority of the people that lost everything in that time period have since rebuilt. Yeah. yeah. When we're talking about the Great Depression, dude. I think it took a long time before anybody rebuilt. That was real hardship. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, even right now, so it's like, uh, if you go and talk to people, I don't know a single person that's not struggling to a degree. Sure. You know, even people, even, you know, my friends I train with and stuff um, that make really good money Dude, they're, I mean, one of them in particular, he has three kids and a wife that is a stay-at-home wife. And uh, he realistically should be making money, enough money to be fine. But right now, he's like, 
dude, I might have to stop training for a little bit, you know, like we're just cutting our budget everywhere. And he's working yeah, extra. Yeah, so, so it's like make really good money, but it's it's yeah. the same thing. I'm yeah. feeling feels the like heat. The, feels like right now it, it, nobody's getting ahead. Right. Well, no, there are some people getting ahead. But... Yeah, there are, uh, some people that are getting very far ahead right now. You know. But I, have you seen how some of these kids, though, on on social media, they make obscene amounts of money doing yeah. the stupidest things. Yeah. I mean, not just entertainment, just the stupidest things. Yeah. Yeah, um, like nothing of like actual value. No, nothing. Not not yeah. educational. Not entertaining, not nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing to it. Forget porn stars or anything like that, which I think are a detriment to society. But they are providing a good. <laughs> 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 but there are people out there providing zero. Yeah. Yeah. And yet they're making you know five to ten grand per day. Yeah. And there are some people that are struggling to make that in a in a month, if yeah. that. And they yeah. would love Farms. to see even half of that. Yeah. Again, just where is this generation going? Because I know I'm not paying for that nonsense. So who's paying for yeah. it? Obviously, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's these younger kids. Honestly, where are they getting the money to pay for it? And why are they entertained by this? It's ad revenue. No, so one of them, one of them is a is a girl that I I, I really don't understand the concept. Oh, the of. AI girl, the robot girl. Is it a robot girl? Where she acts like like an anime character, and she like something. reacts to the screen. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Who's paying yeah. for this? Who wants to yeah. watch this? Honestly, dude, it's probably a lot of people in like the tech industry that are make a ton of money because they're really good at like software programming and stuff, but probably don't have much of like a social life. You know, we all knew the kids that we grew up with that were like um, going to college and were going to have a good career, but just had no social skills whatsoever. You know. Uh, I don't know. It's a kids that you play. think that guy is paying for this stuff. I think that's the people that are. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think that guy finally woke up. He made some money and he got some some badge and manned up. I don't know. I still know a handful of people that are doing the same shit that they were doing when I grew up with them, but they're making 150k a year. You know, the kids that were playing Dungeons and Dragons and shit, you know, they, they all have their little friend group, but there's no women involved whatsoever. They don't have kids. They, fine, you know. fine. That's, that's fine. That is fine. Again, all of that is, is fine. But that guy is playing Dungeons and Dragons. He's minding his own business. He's not paying someone to act like an imbecile on social media. He might be acting like an imbecile. I don't know what those guys playing Dungeons and Dragons are are doing, but no, I mean they're just nerds. That's fine. I'm I'm a nerd too to a certain extent. 
But yeah, no, but I genuinely I, think that that's the people that are paying for that stuff. I, I think it's a sexual thing, and I don't think that you there's think so? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's like a having like an anime girlfriend, having that what they call like a waifu or some shit. You heard All that? All this girl is doing is like licking, like sticking her tongue out and making weird noises over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Wow, thank you. Oh, ice cream, so good. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. one. Yeah, dude, I think it's a sexual you thing. You're really good at that. You think so? You want to make 10 grand a day? Oh, yeah, dude, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Bro, <laughs> if I can make that kind of money, I mean, is it? it's not like I'm what I do for work. Now I'm creating anything. You know what I mean? We're kind of money changers right now, you know? The, the thing is, you you we all have a certain self-worth. Yeah. And I, and I think that's leaving. So you yeah. produce whatever money you produce, and you have your self-worth, yeah. and you have your value system, and that works for you, whatever that is. The same thing will apply to a drug dealer. His value system is just different than you and I. Yeah. Um, the same thing will apply to an arms dealer. Again, different value system. This is also a different value system, but I'm just trying to figure out where did it come from. Yeah. Dude, it it doesn't have any any practical use that I can think of. You know, the guy who sells drugs, someone buys the drugs, it has a practical use. It's not a good use, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm not supporting uh, drug dealers or, or drug use. In my opinion, it's not good use, but it has a practical use. Yeah. Someone wants yeah. that product and they're getting it. Where's the practical use in this? Where's the thought process in this? You know, there's yeah, like there's said, markets I, I for hitmen. It's a sexual thing. I, if if you're right, I, I think that's really weird. Um, yeah. And it wouldn't shock me, to be honest with you, if yeah, you're right. And, and that's the thing. It's like uh, a sexual, like, sex is like a, a vice that doesn't make sense. So, like, from, sure. from like people's fetishes and stuff it's like that's the one thing where people will do anything for that like sexual gratification so i think that that's why people spend money on that it's like it's the same thing as like uh like the 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 phone numbers late at night on like tv where you call and like have like phone sex or whatever it's like okay Dude, I don't know how that works for you. I don't know why you're paying so much money on it, but it's like it's obviously a business because, you know, it's creating more someone who's is more lonely than anything. I don't know. I mean, you you could be right, and I it just might not be my cup of tea. That's very possible. But the amount of money that this individual is making, yeah, that's insanity to me. Yeah, I also so, think it's just it's how many. Uh, how many people watch that stuff? You know, I mean, it's probably not a lot of people. You, oh, you know who her uh, uh, biggest supporter is? Um, I heard this other day. There's a, I can't remember who it was. I'll think of it. Um, but it's a, a, a musician that gives her like most of her money. I think it's like Timbaland. Yeah. Yeah, it gives her like half of her earnings or some shit. Okay. I have to look what, it up. What's this girl's name? Do you know? 
No, but I think that if you just Google weird girl on TikTok, it might I actually was going to say weird girl on social media. Yeah. Let's figure this out. like anime or robot girl or something. Yeah, it didn't. It definitely, when I pulled up weird girl on, on social media, it yeah, did not. It's kind of vague. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't pull up anything that I wanted, but it definitely pulled up a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about in this in this yeah. episode. Yeah, believe it. Weird girl uh, sticking tongue out. Uh, is it TikTok? Yeah, I think she's on TikTok. Or it might be some like live streaming shit. I don't fucking know. Okay. Do you find her? I found a lot of weird girls sticking their tongue out. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try a different thing. How do we find someone when we don't know their name? Um, I'm on it. Dean <laughs> uh, I'm looking her up as an NPC. And so you guys taught me what that is now. Oh, yeah. Uh, what? How do you Google this chick? Pinky Doll. Her name is Pinky Doll. Nice. Okay. So, who funds? I think it's Timbaland. Pinky Doll. I'm, I'm going to pull this up. We got we to gotta pick this up right now. Pinky Doll has become a viral sensation taking over TikTok and the rest of her and the rest of social media with her. Oh my God, this is weird. Ice cream, so good. And TikTok star making bank. Okay. So this niche market seems to grow exponentially, awarding streamers. Thousands of dollars daily. Born Fedha Sinan, the Canadian internet sensation, has become the most notable personality behind the trend. With her strangely accurate looping dialogue and motions, she's mesmerizing tons of viewers online, including celebrities. Okay, who's the celebrities? It's Timberland. You already looked it up? Yeah. He's her top viewer. Why is he watching her? It, it has to be a sexual thing now that you talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Sounds weird. Dude, if we could just figure out how to make like actual robot girls, I think we'd be on to something. I think China sells them now. Want to buy some? <laughs> okay, look. So Timbaland has been listed as the creator's top supporter. Wild. When the rapper joined her live stream on July 16th, she famously broke character and gave him a shout out. Interesting. Timbaland's not young. No. No, not at all. It's like the least likely person. Yeah. Uh, I, I would not expect him to contribute to this. So you must be right. It must be it must be something. Either he's investing in this because he knows the money's in it, or yeah. he's just into this type of thing. 
Yeah. No, like and, I think I think it's a it's all a sexual thing. And that's why I say I think it's like the the programmers and like the tech people and kind of like and I'm not trying to rag on them, but like nerds that have these weird fascinations with women because it, it just they haven't like normalized just girls being girls. You mean they're this thing that's like hard hard to get or hard to reach. So they have Would these like weird fetishes. Uh, a Timbaland a nerd though? Yeah, dude. Uh, okay. No, I, I don't, don't know. Maybe that's just I... like a weird fucking fetish that he has. But yeah, I think the majority of these people are just kind of loners that are into like the anime, like the Japanese uh, version. Like, you know, like, dude, that's a huge thing right now. Like the anime shit. And she's kind of acting like that. Yeah, I think you're right. I just, uh, it's wild to me that this is what the world has come to. And this is how we find our entertainment. Yeah. Just think, you know, even 30 years ago, this was not possible. No, no. And, and this is possibly what's adding to our softness because back then you couldn't just do this. To find no. entertainment. Are we that bored that that's how we find entertainment now? Some some girl just licking a screen and saying thank you and ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we do need a war to happen. Yeah, something. Like I said, we need we need some kind of uh something to like show us reality again. Everything is constantly social media. I mean nothing like is real anymore. And you, you know, the other day I went outside and uh, the clouds looked cool because it was monsoon season. Yeah. And uh, I just laid down and like, like a kid just laid on in my grass in my backyard, just looked up at the sky. Yeah. Dude, I forgot how cool that shit used to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Dude, I found a llama in the sky. I don't know how yeah. I got there. But yeah, dude, like that was like a thing that we did regularly was like go out and uh, try to find animals and shit in the sky, you know? And it's like, dude, who does that anymore? Like, what kid do you know that's outside playing, you know, especially like 10 to, I don't know, older, like maybe little, little kids are still doing stuff like that. But, you know, if you're 12 years old, are you doing things like that? Like, are you interacting with the world like the way that we used to? It's a scary concept, uh, especially for me being a dad. It's a scary concept to think that. My daughter could be exposed to a weird world like this because I don't even know how I would navigate this. If yeah. if this is, and I don't know this to be fact, but if this is a trend that turns out to be something cool and my daughter is exposed to it, how do I convince her otherwise? Yeah. How do I tell her this is not cool when the whole world says it is, when, when this girl is making thousands of dollars a day? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I think that things like this will be relatively easy to avoid, to be honest, because it's like it's so absurd that I think that as long as you just have a kid with like a normal upbringing, they'll see like the absurdity. Um, I could be wrong completely, but I, it's the same thing as like, uh, I don't want my daughter to be a stripper. I don't sure. feel like it's going to be difficult to explain to them why that's a bad thing. You know, like 
it's clear from the outside that like hey this this isn't like a life path that you should want you know what i mean it should definitely not be a goal yeah well i don't think everything is lost because there wouldn't be news articles about this this person this individual if it were not something out of the ordinary yeah. like if it were normal yeah. and this were the the normal thing that we just do we wouldn't be talking about it. we wouldn't be talking about it it would just be out there like podcasters yeah a million podcasters podcasting right now um, yeah you know or or bank heists they're they're only really talked about during the heist but no one no one talks about hey this guy is trying to figure out how to yeah. rob a bank you know yeah. what i mean and glorifying yeah. it so obviously it's still outlandish, but it's just eye-opening to me because I've never seen anything like this before. It's it's so weird. Yeah. And I don't understand it. Yeah, and I mean the internet is still in its infancy, which is crazy to me. And like the That's more technology scary. and stuff, um, with with AI, like I just I don't even think that as long as there's like no major setbacks as for, from like like humanity's point of view, I think that with with the emergence of AI and just do you see the stuff about the new uh, uh, superconductors? What about it? No, I haven't seen it, anything. So do you know what you know that if you get like a magnet, like extremely cold, um, you can have things like locked into a position above them like a, a piece of metal you can lock it in place you know if you like uh there's that little gap between a magnet and a piece of metal where it can kind of float yeah if you put it on uh on, a, on its different axis or pole right yeah like so between two the, magnets you mean right yeah exactly yeah yeah so with okay. uh with you if you like super chill one of the magnets you can lock the one that's above it in place it won't move right okay wherever it sits above it it's going to stay there um and you can use that for a lot of things but uh keeping something that cold is obviously very difficult especially if you're talking about like trying to run a train or something you know um but they've okay. found a way to get that same uh result in something that's room temperature. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. They just found, I just read about it like a couple days ago. It's it's a huge advancement. Like if we can do this, everything, our computers will never overheat. Like our electrical grid will never have a problem. Like we're talking like 100% efficiency on a lot of things. And then like travel will change completely. It, and I don't understand it enough to to really go into detail about it but there's there's just shit happening so quickly now i just don't think that like i said barring like a major setback to humanity uh i don't think that we're going to be able to recognize shit in 50 years it's crazy to think but i don't recognize anything just from when i was a kid anymore yeah Things, things have changed so rapidly. Just think about cell phones in the last 
20 years, how rapidly yeah. that has changed. Um, think about, okay, like you said, the internet. Have you ever dabbled in, in Web3, whatever they're calling it? No. Uh-uh. Never even heard of it. Oh, the, never, the metaverse? The metaverse? Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. But no, I've but, never dabbled in it. I didn't, I've never heard I. of Web3. I just never heard that term. Okay, so what Web... Let me make sure it's actually called Web3. Make sure of this before I speak out of my ass. Yeah, it, it is Web3. It's called Web3. So Web3 is decentralized. Instead of large swaths of the internet controlled and owned by centralized entities, ownership gets distributed amongst its builders and users. Web3 is permissionless. Everyone has equal access to participate in Web3. No one gets excluded. So that's something that is from ethereum.org. So obviously they're going to be using the algorithms from Ethereum in order to create Web3. But what they're talking about doing with the the metaverse and and Web3 is they're going to virtualize life. Yeah. In other words, they're going to take things to the next level. You and I right now are, are... talking to each other through an application yes but there's going to be a point in time where we meet each other through an application virtually yeah where we don't actually ever meet in real life My bad. I don't even know what the hell happened. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. We were just talking about how it would take um, all of this to the next step, and then years went out. Fantastic. Yeah. No, you yeah. said uh, in the right now we're we're talking through an app. Right. In the future, we'll be meeting through an app. You and I have met. We know each other. Yeah. Yeah. We've shook hands. Yeah. We've read together before. Yeah. Um, there'll be a point in time in the future where when you and I meet, where we break bread, it'll be virtual. Yeah. Yeah, so no, I think that's that's like the whole idea of like the smart cities and shit. You know, they want everything to be virtual. There's I don't think there's any one single thing that can destroy society faster. Yeah. Yeah, it's because terrible. We're social if people. I don't meet you in yeah. the flesh, yeah, I don't care about you. Yeah, I could care you less. Don't exist. You don't. No, you know? no you're you're yeah. an entity. Yeah, you're just an entity that you're somewhere and you're not on my radar. I could care less about you. I, I yeah. hate to say that it's it's a terrible thing to say, but out of sight, out of mind. It's yeah. the truth. Yeah. No, you don't. Like you said, you're just like an entity, and it's it's unless I meet you in the flesh, you don't register as like a real person. You know what I mean? It's the right. same thing as whenever you hear like a story on the news. It's like you you know you can 
sympathize or empathize with the people, but it's like, it's not the same thing as somebody that you personally know something happening to, you know? Correct. But what if we've never met anyone? Yeah, exactly. Here, here's a really interesting thing. Okay. So if supposedly we're going to be doing business on this metaverse and we're going to engage, and by the way, they're selling real estate on this. Yeah. I, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I know okay. that uh, during COVID, that was like a big thing that happened. A bunch of like, I think Snoop Dogg bought a bunch of land and built a mansion or some shit in the metaverse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of weird stuff. But let's yeah. let's go first. You have siblings. I have siblings. Yeah. Imagine if you were plugged into this to this web, this web three or the metaverse, and imagine you've never actually truly met your siblings. Yeah. How weird what how does that set you and your siblings apart then? Yeah. No, I uh I mean, you're literally taking the humanity out of us. Just goes back to what I brought up about the KGB agent. Um, this, there's no way that this is happening naturally. There's no way. There's no way that our society has evolved naturally like this. This had to have been planted. Society just can't survive this way. It's going into self-destruct mode. Unless yeah. I'm wrong. I mean, maybe maybe we'll be more advanced later on and maybe we'll eradicate disease because no one will ever meet. But I don't know how anyone will ever have children. If I meet yes. my wife on Web3, I don't know how you expect for us to have kids. Yeah, well, and it, it all ties back into like population control and stuff. You know, I... I I mean, from like a conspiracy theorist point of view, like I, I don't think that they necessarily want us having that many kids, if at all, you know? It's like the Georgia Guidestones thing. What's the Georgia Guidestones? Uh, in Georgia, there was like a rock that was like a monument. I Nobody knows who built it. I, mean, I think that supposedly they found out not too long ago who had built it but it uh it was like a a monument in a national park in georgia um that had a bunch of like rules on it saying in order for the future of humanity for us to like exist these are the things that we have to abide by and one of the points on it was that we have to have a population of five hundred thousand in the world um what yeah, it actually got blown up or struck by lightning not that long ago. And it was, yeah, it's like a big deal. 500,000 yeah. in the whole world? Yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing is like they want us to live in these smart cities um, to where we don't leave. Uh, we all stay there and we work in our little pods, you know. Um, you don't get to go to other pods and talk to people. You just... You know, you have your like pod mates or whatever, probably your family or you get paired with another family um, and they bring you your food, you know, and they, they tell you what you can consume and can't consume. Who's they? And the elites, like whoever. The this is where anarchy comes in. I don't think that will make economic it. form. Dude, no, the, the World Economic Forum is open about it. 
Right, but at least in the mode that the world is today, and I'm not saying the world is good today, I don't see that being the case. Like, there will be straight-up anarchy. Yeah. Um, dude, there's a lot of people that think that the fires and stuff in Hawaii are, like, direct energy weapons because they want to build a smart city there. That's too far. I don't know, man. Dude, so here, here's, here's what's... Here's what's crazy about it is they had just I think that members from like the Davos group or the World Economic Forum were just there like either I think like a month ago talking about wanting to build a smart city in Hawaii. Um, they've been trying to buy that land forever. And the people that live there, like the uh, the generations that have passed that land down won't sell. And then whenever you like, I don't know, a bunch of people that are from there talk about like the storm. So they're saying that a, a hurricane caused it. Um, they're saying that hurricane winds blew um, some power lines and that the, the power companies knew that the hurricane winds were coming, but didn't shut off power. So yeah. when the lines were down, they sparked fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just people that are like native to that area and they say that storms never come from that way. Um, and the way that the fire burnt is weird. Um, and there's a bunch of greenery and grass and trees that didn't burn down. It's just too many weird things, you know, to where my, my little antennas are going off that there's weird shit going on there. And like I said, uh, like a month before this fire happened, they had a meeting there and we're talking about wanting to build a smart city in that area. So they burn it down when people won't sell. Yep. If if that's even if even ten percent of that is true, we're in big trouble. Well, I mean, fuck it. We'll find out. I guarantee you, a smart city gets built there. You know, and what's a, bunch a smart of city? So I I envision a smart city like my smart house, where um, you know you can say Google turn on my light or something. So it's, um, have you seen those like ideas where they build like a long city, like a mile long and everything? Yeah, connected? actually Saudi Arabia is building one called Neom. So that's I a smart city. Was, okay. So what's the detriment to that? Looks pretty cool. Well, the government owns it and it's basically government housing and they control everything. Uh, basically the whole idea, um, and I don't know how long it'll take them to implement this is the whole, the whole conspiracy theory is that that's how they want all of us to live. We're not going to have our own homes that like uh, Klaus Schwab, the, the head of the uh, either the, the world economic forum or the who I can't remember which one. He, uh, he, he says statements all the time. Like one of them that they said is in the future, you will own nothing and you will be happy. We're uh, already there. Dude, uh, Klaus Schwab's, I think her daughter had a speech, not that, maybe a couple weeks ago, where she said uh, individual countries are going to have to give up control for like pandemic response and stuff. So if a pandemic comes out, you guys are going to listen to what we say. And, you know, dude, there's a, she gave a whole speech where she said the most wild shit. I'll send it to you. Um, Basically said we're we're not gonna have freedoms or anything like that. You guys are gonna, you know, 
who's allowing these people to live? Yeah, well, I mean, we we know that our the the people in our government are their pockets are being filled with foreign interests, and you know, they're they're the campaign donors and stuff. So it's like we know it's corrupt. And then these people are openly talking about this in groups that we're a part of. You know, I don't. It's really strange. Not to mention, it's always amazing that we can jump on a topic and then head directly towards some worldwide conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It goes Dude, that the, way every single time. The World Economic Forum is turning Gen Z soft. God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been something that they've been in the process of for forever. Oh, yeah. How interesting is that? Yeah. Yeah, go I ahead and tidy to, things up with the bow here at the end, you know? We need to cover the, the World Economic Forum. Yeah. Um, on, on another, Do some research, and uh, we'll yeah. talk about all the three-letter agencies. Yeah, the good and the bad. Yeah. Mainly the bad. Yeah. I'm down with that. My favorite is the BBC, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, the British Broadcasting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. You're a yeah, dude, we'll, we'll do the, uh, we'll do three-letter agencies. Maybe on one of these, we'll actually do some research, you know? I'm okay with just pulling stuff up while we're in the middle of it, but a little research would help. Like, yeah. we need to... We really need to figure out what this World Economic Forum thing is. Dude, this I'm one. going to send you the speech that I'm talking about right now. As soon as we get off here, I'll send it to you, and it's going to blow your fucking mind. How bold and just crass this lady is saying these things. I think if it's what you're talking about, I might have seen it, and we might just make that the opening to the next episode before yeah. we even start talking. That's the yeah. opening right there. Yeah, so you can't you can't say I'm we're bullshitting. Yeah, yeah, and maybe people, more people need to hear it. Yeah. All right, dude. Let's call it. All right, then. Have a good night. All right, later, bro. Later.